1: Hey, everyone. I'm Eric. This is my wife, Julie. We are the blended life. And tonight we are going to be talking about the kids, step kids and behavior
0: attitudes,
1: (laughs) attitudes, the parents (laughs) and their attitudes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's all about the kids tonight. Yes. So let's just jump right in. Okay. Okay. so we're going going for it. Yeah. And everything that we're discussing was written into us on. Actually, most of it was Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah, on our Instagram, you can message us and we usually respond or we like to pull from you guys to talk about stuff here. So feel free to message us if you have a topic or a situation you'd like discussed or brought to light or maybe you have a different perspective or you want a different perspective because our hope always is that we start conversations here that you guys finish in your own homes between you and your spouse and what's best for your family so hopefully we can just spark conversation
1: yeah and that gets me to thinking um we're very active on our social medias with you guys so subscribe um if you're watching this right now and we will, we're always talking about our facebook group um for blended families, so there's actually a link in all the descriptions from here on out, so if you're like, hey, I want to be part of that blended family uh, support group, and I really just want to get in on it, go check down in the description, and there's a link there, so, and there's a link to all the socials, so.
0: Yeah, find us, and you know, exciting news coming up down the road, we're going to start something where you guys can have one-on-ones with us, so it could be, right, look on the lookout for that? Yep. All right.
1: Coming soon. All right.
0: All right. Um, First question, situation is, um, how do you help your stepchild, or not your stepchild, sorry. How do you help your child get over trust issues and become comfortable with your new significant other? Child trauma can most definitely affect how they do relationships and how they react to people in relationships. And so a little history on this is so this situation the daughter i'm going to paraphrase because i know how you feel when i read it all
1: (laughs) right okay thank you i appreciate that Uh, the listeners appreciate that unless it's a good story yeah let's start paraphrasing they're all good stories they are they're (laughs) They're all they get great stories okay sorry (laughs) i'm not saying anyone else's stories i'm just saying at the end of the Mm -hmm. day Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm.
0: So, basically, this individual has um, an older daughter, and growing up, her daughter's father was not a good person, not really around, broke a lot of trust issues with her. So, her experience with her biological father, this Mm -hmm. daughter in question, isn't great, and it's traumatic and you know it's a situation where there's pain and there's hurt and there's trust issues and so to add to that the bio dad is also not tell, is telling mistruths and manipulating bio mom to be the bad guy all right so there's just a lot of like Manipulation, trust yeah. issues.
1: I feel like a lot of bl- blended families could relate to this, you know, not all, but mm-hmm. a lot have this type of situation, so.
0: Yeah, and so, he met somebody, and he, okay, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna have to read this out Just loud. read I it, can't, just read it. I can't it. paraphrase yeah. it, and I think sorry, I'm even wrong. Oh, really? <laughs> There's a first time for everything. (laughs) (laughs) You'll end up being right. I had to make a (laughs) joke. Okay. Sorry, I'm just gonna read it. I'm not good at paraphrasing. Okay. Okay. Um I met my okay. I I don't know what S. So we're not paraphrasing, we're not not reading,
1: (laughs) we're just next.
0: Okay. I don't know. So what is this? It says Okay, okay. you read it. Maybe you read uh, it. Gosh. Sorry, I'm sorry, you guys, guys we're five I'm, minutes in, and we're I'm having a rough night.
1: Yeah, uh, a night. Dang. Hi, guys. Thank Please. you for such a. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> where, yeah, where do you even start? She's the one that start that writes these topic, not writes the topics, but prints just, out the topics. Okay. We're supposed to paraphrase before we print out. Oh. So sorry, dear. Um, You're anyways, really um, I reached out to you regarding dealing with a toxic step parent. So I'll give you a bit of background. I met my STBX, whatever the hell that is. I'm not in this lingo. Um, at 16, I'm guessing her step, uh, it's step brother, ex brother, <laughs> STB. What's STB? At
0: least it's not STD. Uh, yeah, that's
1: why I'm like, uh, who has STBs at 16? And we were together for 32 years. He had six affairs during this time. So oh, I'm geez. assuming
0: it's bio dad. This is bio dad. Her- okay. X. Okay. Okay.
1: I mean, maybe they're Canadian STB.
0: What's that mean? I
1: don't know. Eventually in 2019, when I found out about this, the sixth affair, I was done. Yeah. Good for you. Trauma. Uh, yeah. I mean, enough's enough. Um, our daughter was 14 at the time. My husband was working overseas. He is a pilot and Ooh, I'm part of the high, mile high club. Oh no, she didn't say that. Um, and had, lim- had a limited time. At home with us, he handled telling our daughter in the most uh, distraught way and has prioritized his girlfriend from day one, which also I feel like people see that a lot, too. You know, it's like they move on and all of a sudden it's like shiny new toy, right? Like a lot of people can relate. Anyways, she basically never got a single moment alone uh, with him from the night we told her about the divorce. And he told her they are a package deal, and if she doesn't accept the girlfriend, she doesn't have a father. That's yeah, that's that's harsh. I don't love that. Oh, this woman has now isolated him. He has moved one and a half hours from us, and not even his best friends talk to him anymore. He hasn't seen our daughter in a year and hasn't spoken to her. For four months, he is telling everyone I have alienated him, alienated her against him. Uh, Even a psychologist has told him that it is not the case. He is fighting me tooth and nail, trying not to pay me any child support, alimony, or accrual from our divorce. Uh, We have we have pays and fortunes and legal fees, and he just won't settle the divorce. So it's just getting drug out, it sounds like. That's a lot. That's a lot. I have met someone, and we have been dating for six months. I introduced him to her about three months ago, and we have taken things extremely slowly and tried to... Be guided by what she is comfortable with. Unfortunately, she has been so traumatized by her father that she is really struggling to accept a new man in my life. Our relationship is at the point where we need to move forward, which means spending more time together, or that is just or, or that just isn't going to work. Of course, the issue is that my daughter is with me 100% of the time, and it is difficult to get more time with my partner. So she, mostly fine He is uh, when he is around, but the last few weeks, she is very withdrawn and almost rude to him. She is absolutely fine when we do things with him and his kids. He has a 13-year-old son and an 8-year-old daughter. Next we only introduce we only uh we're only introducing oh they they were only introduced to me about three months ago and we are taking things slowly with them too we have only done things together twice so far uh the cuda gets in really well and there's a lot of words here i don't understand And his kids really like me. We are careful about not being overly affectionate with each other in front of them and just trying to give them all time to get used to the situation. So after the long story, long is all capitalized, short, basically my question is how do I help my daughter accept being comfortable with my new relationship? Thank you. Thank you. No, no. Thank you for... Not paraphrasing.
0: That was a lot to paraphrase. That was.
1: Yes. Okay. We'll talk about what paraphrasing is later and how we do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's not my strong suit. (laughs) (laughs) So first thing that jumps out at me is. Three months. Mm -hmm. Three months is really not a lot of time. I think there's a lot of expectation on for three months. Don't you feel? Right. So I will say from experience and just being with this blended family situation on all levels with a bunch of different people, it takes years. Right. And so I think that it's hard, though, when you see maybe his kids really, you know, blending well early on or it's just a lot easier and you so wish your kid could be that kid. Oh, well, it's not. She's just different. Yeah, it's not
1: everyone. Every kid is built differently. Right,
0: and I understand that you see that and you're like, well, if they can do it, I just don't understand why mine can't or how do I help mine? Like mine must be broken or something wrong with her. And I would like to speak to this mom as a child with daddy trauma issues. If you listen to our podcast, you, it's no, like, it's, it's no secret. I am a child of daddy trauma. And what I will tell you is it affects the rest of your life. It affects relationships the rest of your life. It affects how you do relationships the rest of your life and so um, it's lots of therapy so that's step one I would say if she's dealing with trauma truly
1: and start it now right like yeah get it yeah get it going if it's if it's one of those things that,
0: yeah it is it is therapy and you have to understand there's no quick fix it is going to be something that she battles more than likely for the rest of her life and has to it's it's something she's going to have to overcome, and it's a long process. And, you know, I was mid-30s. My parents divorced when I was a year and a half old. I never knew my parents together. So when I talk about daddy trauma, it is from a broken home off the bat from a young age, but it took to mid-30s to be able to kind of figure it out, where I wasn't living like a little kid chasing a dad, right? I was able to let things go. I was able to make peace at stuff or peace with stuff. And so, I mean, think about that. That's from birth to mid-30s. And so you're talking about something that's only three months new, and it's just going to take time. It's going to take a whole lot of grace and it's really going to be something that is a process for her to work through. And it doesn't matter who you're dating. And do you need to put your life on pause? Not necessarily, right? But I think that you have to back off the pressure or the expectation and just let it happen. What do you think about all of that?
1: Yeah. No, I mean that's sound advice. I'm I'm distracted by a good friend, Candy cane. <laughs> anyways um yeah you know what it's also like like we were saying a minute ago like each kid is different like you need to you really like you aren't with this guy as a married package yet um really taking the time to feel out um your daughter number one first priority right now because you guys are not married um this this hierarchy that we talk about hasn't started yet right would you agree Um, you know, I feel like once you get married, it's, it becomes you and your spouse first. But until that point, you really have an obligation to protect your daughter and make sure that you're going into this the right way. I mean, it doesn't help what her, what her dad has done and the precedents that he has set and just, um, the standards there. I mean, she's really, she's not comfortable with this because it's almost like PTSD, that's still going on, you know? So she's afraid that she's lost dad. And, and
0: grieving, even if you're, fa- it's almost worse when you have, like, I've never lost my dad yet, right? Like, he's still alive, and so I can't really speak to this, but mm-hmm. it is such a mind fuck to have to grieve a parent before they're dead. Like, you grieve a parent that's still alive, There's something unnatural and weird about that. It's because
1: there's no closure there.
0: Yeah, like they're still alive. They're still living their life. They're just not choosing you. I relate to that a thousand percent. It's really, really hard. It's really hard to, you don't understand it, especially now that I'm a parent. Like I don't get how you could just let your child go and not know her or her children, your grandchildren, right? So it's something that I still can't reconcile in my own head. All I can do is just understand that I can live differently. And the good thing is that you have an opportunity as the mom to show her that, that relationships are different than that. So the good thing about you be, like her being in a, a new relationship with a man that's hopefully a healthy relationship, I think that there's an opportunity for this daughter over time – over time and with lots of consistency, to understand that it is different than what she knows, because all she knows is new person came in, she lost a parent, right? And so I think that well, it'll the, be different. It, like it can be different
1: for sure, and it needs to be different. And you and that's your job to show her that it can be different. And this doesn't mean like, ooh, she's never comfortable with this, so I'm never gonna date or get married or put my happiness as number one also again it just means right now you need to slow down you need to figure out what's healthy for her and then work forward from that you know don't let don't let your daughter hold you back because you know she it's it's one of those things where she just is gun shy now and doesn't want mom to be happy either and wants her all to herself because then neither of you are ever going to be happy. Like, you just need to take a little bit of time. And I'm not saying leave your partner, leave who you're with right now. I'm just saying take a little bit of time to figure out how to make your daughter feel whole again and feel comfortable with what you guys have going. And then move forward with this transition. You know, maybe just slow it down a little bit more, slow it down at home. You know, just just kind of figure out what works best for your situation.
0: Yeah, and you just have to give it time. And so... Um someone's asking what if you don't want to get married just try to set a solid relationship. Um yeah, I mean if you don't value marriage in the sense that that's not important to you, then that's your prerogative. Like and you want just to show a healthy solid relationship, that's super important. Show a healthy solid relationship. Um just know that kids are always looking to you for what is, you know, so if if that's like everyone believes differently, everyone has the right to live whatever life they feel is best for them and their kids. And I want to bring up the other part of this because I think it gets twisted a lot of like putting, you know, your spouse first. But I think we do that when we're married, right? Or we have a long-term commitment. If you're not going to get married, but you know this is like your person for the rest of your life and you're not having a marriage certificate – but you have that understanding that this is a forever kind of thing, we're committed in this relationship, like um, it's appropriate then to model that for your kids to see because you want them to have a successful relationships later in life, right? But if you're just dating to date, then that isn't a time where you put your boyfriend or girlfriend above your kids, And I just want to make that point too. You need to get, but I think that if she's dealing with a traumatic situation, she just needs to talk to someone. She needs to work through it. She needs to have the time and space to feel all the feels. She needs to feel like you're a safe place to talk it out with. Like sit her down and ask her, what feelings are you having around this? Why are you withdrawn? That would be something if my child was behaving like that. We would be sitting down and having conversations about her behavior And not in an attacking way, but, like, in a curious way.
1: But also, you know, find out, is it the situation? Is it your boyfriend? You know, find out why, you know, like you're saying, why she's behaving this way. But um, is it something about him? You know, does she have some type of reserve because of how he acts or he treats you or something she feels, you know, when he's around? Um, Because a lot of times... You know, love will blindside you and you won't see the obvious red flags. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of red flags, I'm getting red flagged all over the place for my reading skills. Oh. They are just, I'm getting so flamed right now. Mm. It's not even nice. Bummer. That's your fault. You didn't paraphrase. You're friends. Hooked on phonics. Um,
0: I think that it's too that the thing that is a, she's afraid, right? So her reactions are fear driven And she's using this as a coping skill, a coping skill to deal with life. Like walls are going up. She's being withdrawn because she's protecting her heart because she's afraid she's going to lose you too, or that you are going to put, you're going to do a disappearing act on her as well. And she hasn't even fully dealt with her dad issues. And so she sees you jumping in, not jumping in, but in a relationship and it's, totally just overwhelming scary her and it's scary. So I just think it's, you know, it is therapy or counseling. It is having open, honest conversations with her. It is giving her time, being consistent and showing up for her and showing her that you are not her dad, that a relationship isn't going to destroy your relationship with your daughter. Um, a lot of grace. And I think I said patience already, but it's only three months in. So, understand that even in the best of circumstances this kind of thing takes years
1: well and the other thing too is I talk about this a lot with with marriage and relationships but communication communication with your children um, to an appropriate level is super key to earning trust just communication with anyone if you can if you can communicate well and um, you know build trust with the two of you and it's not, not maybe that she doesn't trust you right now but she just doesn't, she has people that she doesn't trust in her life, obviously. So mm-hmm. if you can build a good foundation with your child on trust to trust one another, you know, it's it's going to help her feel more comfortable as you guys progress in this relationship.
0: Yeah. And words of affirmation, right? So let her know that, you know, remind her every day that you're not going anywhere that your love isn't going to be threatened by any person that comes into your life, that you're always there, like these words, you know, and back it with action, and that will resonate over time. It just takes time to lay that foundation of trust when trust has been broken, not by you, but with a parent, you know, it's like when you get divorced, your new husband isn't your old husband, but the divorce itself broke you, and trust was there's a sense of like broken trust with marriage and the same thing with kids like you are not your ex but your child that parent child sacred relationship trust has been broken and so it's unfair that it trickles into your life but you know she's trying to process all of this and so I just think you need to slow your roll and be there for her and get her the help she needs amen amen
1: yeah you read the next one I don't dare
0: <clears throat> okay hello hello hi hello I'm struggling with my blended family my boyfriend has two boys as do I you um so they're asking if we've done podcasts on attitude
1: I feel like I, don't, I, I mean, feel like I you think have an attitude on every out. podcast I
0: do <laughs> Um, his one son won't say hello or goodbye or thank you or anything to me. And I feel awkward in my own home. So she just wants help and advice. She says that she has twins that are 10 and his other son is 11 and he makes an amazing effort with the twins and myself. So her boyfriend makes an amazing effort to, connect with her two boys and stuff. But when the teenager is around, oh, oh, the word teenager can probably (laughs) explain a lot. Um, But when the teenager is around, it's like there's an elephant in the room for both me and my boys. So I'm assuming it's the oldest boy that is her boyfriend's son. That's the issue. The oldest. So she's just feeling awkward in her home. The teenager won't acknowledge her say hello, goodbye, or thank you, like, even the basics of life. Right. And so, yeah, I think a lot of it is probably the age, right? Teenagers are moody, especially, like, all teenagers, no matter if they're boys or girls, they're just moody, and they're hard. Like, everything you hear, we're just, you know, kind of in the thick, well, we're in the teenage years ourselves here, and so... um.
1: I'm like, yeah, but what happens? Like, you're supposed to grow out of it. I feel like I haven't grown out of it. (laughs) Still in those teenage years sometimes. Aren't we all... Do do you guys feel like that? And like in your blended families, like you're just stuck in teenage years. Like some days are better than others, but a lot of times it's... I mean, there's just a lot of emotions that go along with this journey. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right?
0: So I think a lot of it, not to excuse... I mean, a lot of it is teenager a lot of it is what's allowed is what's going to continue right so if bio dad isn't your boyfriend isn't teaching him basic manners or enforcing basic manners like when a lady is in a room that you walk into you acknowledge her like that's a basic manner human Thing. or
1: just people in general, you know. It doesn't mean like a stranger walks into the room and you greet them, you know, but you know, someone you know walks into the room. It's just it's social people skills that I feel like is a common courtesy.
0: Yeah. So if and it is disrespectful for um it it is disrespectful and it is a it is a it is a power trip. I feel like I'm in control of the situation, or teenagers feel out of control, so they can control what they say. So that's what they decide to do, whether it's be rude or verbally or be rude in silence. Like they feel like they need to control the situation, and that's how they're going to do it because they can't control much else. So, um,
1: you know, and it could be something a little bit different than that too. I mean, this situation doesn't sound like it, but if you guys have someone that's like that, a lot of times it could be like, they just don't know what to do with their hands. You know, they're like, I don't know how to socially interact with people like this. And that's our job as parents to kind of guide our kids. And I feel like this generation, probably more than any generation thus far, is one of those generations that has a very hard time Socially interacting in person. I mean, you put a you put a screen in front of their face. You know, they they'll type to someone all day long. They'll they'll shit talk someone all day long. You know, over a microphone and a computer, right? But then you put someone in, you put them in in front of each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the, kids kids aren't even going to grow up knowing how to fist fight anymore. You know, like like schoolyard playground fist fights aren't even a thing anymore because you get expelled and arrested and like kids don't work out their problems well anymore like parents have to work out problems for them adults work out problems for them kids don't learn how to work through this type of stuff because it's all getting stripped away that it's
0: well and I'm I'm curious too like okay that's fine and well I kind of
1: went on a little bit of a tangent here but no but like where are parents in that
0: I get it but it's like you said it's the parents job so I think that. You know, if it's allowed, if he's allowed to behave like this in this, you know, disrespectful way or awkward way or whatever it is, then it's just what's going to continue. So boyfriend slash bio dad needs to pull this teenager aside and say, hey, dude, like this is rude. This is disrespectful and it's not tolerated in our house. So you need to. Like, you guys don't have to be best friends, but you do need to acknowledge her presence. You do need to have, like, um, some form of niceties because those are social graces that you will need for the rest of your life. Um, And if bio dad refuses, because oftentimes, right, everyone's super uptight about their own kids and super defensive about their own kids and don't see the issues with their own kids. So if that's what you're dealing with, then you have two choices, I feel. And maybe you think there'll be a third one. You just accept it. Like you make a decision not to let this, like if you're going to stay in this relationship and this is how you're going to be treated, you know, and bio dad, isn't going to change it or step in on your behalf. Right. Or even on his own child's behalf and like teach his kid, then You have to decide, okay, I'm just making the choice not to let this bug me, so I am disengaging as well, and like that's a choice, right? Because you don't want living every day upset over this is no way to live. So you either have to let it go, it is what it is, and move on, or when he walks into the room, you say, hey, dude, what's up? Or what did you do today? Like you instigate and you lead with the correct behavior because you may not be able to be a disciplinary as a girlfriend or whatever, but you absolutely can lead by example. So if you want a behavior out of a kid, you can certainly do it in a way that is like you're engaging him. And do that with no expectation, right? Like engage with him and expect nothing back, but at least you're modeling good behavior. And that is a way you can influence without having to be like the heavy and a disciplinarian or the parent, you know? So I think that those are what I see as your two options if bio dad is unwilling to step in here. What do you think?
1: Um, Number one, I think does no, I think it's such a disservice to the kid by just accepting it. It's a disservice to the whole situation. And So, yes. So don't do it. Like, I mean, yes, it's an option. Just don't do it.
0: What? To disengage?
1: Just disengage. Don't just let it, don't let it go to wayside and just be like, you know what? This is who he is. I'm going to let him be like, I'm glad that little brat's not mine. It's just, it's such a disservice. I feel like girlfriend, you know, boyfriend situation, or not, you're in that role. You're in a place where regardless, like we are a parent in that situation. Like I said, you know, married or not, it's our job to lead by example. Whereas your number two is right on, like lead by example, engage, be like, Hey, you know, nice, nice to see you today. How are you today? Get them talking, get them break, crack that shell, get them out of his shell a little bit, you know? So
0: she says that's what I do but I still it. nothing.
1: Keep doing it. Y- you know, I mean, what's what's that uh what's that old saying about, you know, water water whittling a rock away, you know? I mean, that's how it goes. Well, it takes reputation, it takes time.
0: Yeah, and I think that if that's if that's the choice like you are going to just model good behavior cuz you're a stand-up human and that's what we do. Um then just do it without expectation. Like yes. let go of expectation and you don't have to like don't make it painful, right? Like, if you're asking a question and you get ignored, you don't have to keep like sitting there for 20 minutes and like said, you know, no,
1: not but, at all. You
0: know, it can be as simple as, hey, and then move on with your day. Yep. Like, you don't have to keep yourself in that situation. You can acknowledge and move on um, because I don't think that it is, I don't, I don't think that it is a situation where you need to. Beg and chase, and you know, have mental anguish over a relationship. Like he may just not want a relationship with you. Okay, he may not like you. He may not be interested. He may not care. He he's may just, his own person. He may
1: just be a teenager. And the more you repeat this, the it's just gonna. He's gonna learn. And by yeah. the time he's twenty five years old. He's going to greet you when you come into the room. He's going to change. Or not. Or not. I mean. But at the end of the day, at least you did it. You did what you think is right. You did. You can hold your head up high from yeah. here on out, you know. And thanks, Jennifer. stop girl?
0: So, I don't <laughs> She think... said, amen, sister. Amen,
1: I'm, sister. I'm, I'm identifying a sister today.
0: So, I think that. But I do think that you can't live. You have to figure out something, a way to not live in, like, mental anguish which it doesn't sound like you are. You're just like, it's awkward. Well, it's awkward, whatever, you move on. Like if you don't have a power, if you don't have power to change the situation, then you just kind of have to accept it. Or you will live forever resentful and bitter. And that's not the frame you want to be operating from um, because that's not good for anyone. But if you've tried all this and still nothing, then you just kind of got to like, I mean, you can't force relationships, not even with kids. You you know, you can't. <laughs> what do
1: they call it when you try to force a relationship with another adult?
0: <laughs> Dear God. So, you, you know, and so it could just, it it is what it is. Be grateful that the other three boys aren't like this. right? You know, pour into those boys and enjoy them and engage. And maybe the teenager who's being distant And withdrawn, we'll see that and be like, oh, I want that too. You know, like, don't let him ruin your experience with the rest of the family.
1: And don't treat him any different. Just do it. You walk in. If you greet everyone when you walk in, make him one of them just because he doesn't greet you back. Repetition.
0: Yeah. And it is. She's like, it's so hard. And it's repetition. it's, It's so hard. But you can only control what you can control.
1: And do it because you want to do it, not because it's what he's demanding of you. Just be Who's yourself. Who's demanding it? The kid, you know, like, because he won't talk back. You were saying at the very beginning of this, it's his. it could be his way of controlling this.
0: Just well, I'm just like, and he's and... controlling himself. Like he's, Oh, completely. He's completely. He's making this him...
1: awkward for himself. He's, he's disservicing con- himself. He's also a teenager. He will either grow up from this or he won't. It's, you know what I mean? But keep leading by example shut the book
0: the shit's hard <laughs> like so so hard and i just yeah
1: so i was reading this stuff so all right, the next right <laughs>
0: third one my husband and i have been married for three years but together for five my husband's son is 11 and we have his son 50 percent of the time my husband totally babies his son and his son acts helpless at our house He acts like he needs his dad's help to do any chore, whether it's clean the bathroom, take out the garbage, or the other day he acted like he couldn't tie his shoes, so his dad did it for him. He acts like he can't pour a bowl of cereal or make toast. He's fully capable, and I know for a fact that he does all of these things on his own at his mom's house. I feel like this child is very manipulative to my husband's kind nature, and I also feel like it's crossing into him being disrespectful. My, son, my stepson speaks loudly and rudely to his dad if his dad isn't at his beck and call. It's to the point I don't want to be around my stepson at all when he is in our home. And I have even found myself lately scheduling things specifically on days and times we have him so I have an excuse to be gone. I've tried to talk to my husband about this, but he either gets defensive of his son's actions or tells me that if I were more affectionate to my stepson, these behaviors would go away. I'm struggling to want to work on a relationship with this child because I'm so irritated with this behavior. Please help me.
1: Get him Velcro shoes. Just saying. That's, a, that's the only thing I could think of when you're like, he won't tie his own shoes. I'm like, Velcro it is. <laughs> Anyways, The look on her face right now if you guys are listening to this disgusted with me no velcro yes
0: goes with my 80s jacket
1: I like it thank you velcro headband
0: I know velcro underwear Very back to the future
1: yeah back to the now
0: um this is a tough one how do you work on relationships when you don't want to god I feel like that's marriage sometimes <laughs> no. Is it not? Like sometimes you don't want (laughs) to. Yeah, that was in
1: our vows, you guys. (laughs) I don't want to do this.
0: But I'm I'm trying to draw a parallel that it's not just the stepson. It's like It's not. How do you go to work every day and have to work with a coworker that you just don't like? Like life is chocked full of relationships that are a struggle and we just don't want to, but we have to, right? Like you committed to... This marriage, you committed to this family. And so I think that you can honor both. I think it's important for you to honor where you're at. And it's perfectly fine for you to feel like your stepson is annoying or your stepson's a really hard child. Like you can feel that and show up, right? You can honor. It doesn't have to be an or situation where you're like, he's, I either have to love him or he's just going to be annoying. Like I can't. And it's like, no, like you can choose to show up because love is a choice. Love isn't a feeling, right? Love is a choice. It's a verb. We show up every day in our marriages when we don't want to. We go to work when we don't want to. We show up for our friends when they're moving houses. And that's not the funnest thing you do on a weekend ever is help a friend move. Right? Like that's not fun, but you show up. Why? You know, we show up to funerals. Funerals are no fun, but we show and up to they don't even know if
1: we're there or not, or do they?
0: Well, you show up in support for the living, but oh. the point is, is that this is kind of life. And so I think that it's, I think that what I would do is I would get a journal and I would write down all of your feelings towards your stepson. I think you need to get it out. In a safe place that is is not going to be seen, but I think that if because it sounds like you're you're holding like you you can't talk to your husband because your husband's not a safe place because when you talk to your husband and you share your heart with him he just shuts you down makes you feel some sort of way defences and just makes it worse so you can't talk to your husband.
1: You can just not about that situation.
0: Yeah, and so you have to get it out. So if it's a journal, I would write everything down and let yourself feel all the feelings, get it all out.
1: Use all of Julie's words, all of them. What are they? The ones that I go. Oh
0: yeah, use all my words. Yeah. Our live video ended. Oh, that's a bummer. So um, I would get it all out and I would figure out a way to show up anyway. And take it day by day, situation by situation. So every situation, every day you're choosing to show up. And be like, I don't want to, but here I am. You know, and be proud of yourself for doing that because it's hard. Um, and I'm not even mad at if you're having to take care of yourself by doing something for yourself when the stepson's <laughs> there. Not mad at that. Like, that's fine, you know? But I do think it's it's staying consistent and showing up because that's
1: kind well, of the... Con- the that's b- what you signed up for.
0: Yeah. Do you have any advice?
1: I'm just looking at your jacket, Marty McFly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think that you need to push through it. Also remember... It's just, it It might just be an age thing right now. Like we said on the last write-in. Like
0: yeah, but by, 11 years old. Yeah, but lead
1: by example, eleven's still very, very young. <clears throat> I mean, you know, we all wish that we could be 11 again. and
0: I'm like, making, my daughter, are, Well, our so your stepdaughter yeah. is one year younger than that. Right. I can't imagine her still being like, tie my shoes, pour me cereal.
1: No, it's it's something that needs to be to worked through. help me through. take out the trash. It needs to be something, it's something that needs to be worked through, but... She's not going to do that when she's twenty years old. I mean, it's gonna. It'll probably by then evolve to something else. Your but, lips
0: to God's ears.
1: But it's one of those things. Like they are still very young. They're at that age, most likely prepubescent. You know, they are still little kids. In, uh, you know, I mean, they they have more steps and more stages to go through in life from now. So it might get to a point to where. He's like, I don't even want my dad around right now. I'm sick of this guy. I don't want to be around him. You know, like you don't know. But.
0: Well, and I'm always curious. I, I wonder like what would happen if you asked your stepson, like, do you know how to tie your shoes? Like, do you know how or do you need like.
1: Or humor him. Sit down and be like, you know what? I'm going to teach you how to tie your shoes. Let's see. Let's teach you how to tie your shoes. All the while you might know he does tie his shoes. Give him a lesson. And then he'd be like, oh, no, I know how to do it. Boom. Yeah. He just proved himself wrong. Or
0: maybe you ask, like, you know, or get curious, like, why do you need dad's help for everything? Like, not a judgmental, but, like, just why do you need help with pouring cereal? Like,
1: is, no, are the bulls- I don't. I don't even agree with that. You I've, don't? No. I'm like, you know what? You don't know how to pour cereal, little Johnny? Let me teach you real quick. Let me show you how to do this and give him lessons. Give him lessons so he has no excuse. Don't ask him why, like why is the sky blue? I don't know. You can you can name off any reason you want when you're a little kid. Don't give him a reason to give you his reasons. Give shut down all his reasons. Go <laughs> teach him like you know, I need I, I dad tie my shoe. Like, no, I'm going to teach you how to tie your shoe, you know? That way when you're an older big boy Dad doesn't have to tie your tie, you know, when you're big enough, I'm going to teach you how, you know, yeah. just take initiative. And I'm not saying you're not, but just take initiative to take all the wind out of his sails when it comes to petty little things like this. If, you know, dad, I need help wiping my butt. Listen up, Johnny, we're going to teach you how to wipe but your dad, butt.
0: Dad oh. is defensive about this.
1: Oh, well, like your Dad's your stepmom not... step up and I'm going to teach him. You know what? He asks you over and over again, this kid's 11 years old, dad, you can be defensive all you want, but I think it's time little Johnny learns how to tie his shoe. And if he can't tie his shoe by the time he's 13, we're not buying him anything but Velcro or Crocs. (laughs)
0: Let me know how that conversation goes with your husband. I think,
1: no, I think if you take initiative and you just, (laughs) Just and I I keep saying it like it's like you're not taking initiative, but just take, take control of that situation and and just be like, I'm going to teach you how to do this. I'm going to tie your shoe for you.
0: Yeah, and it's one of those things too. Again, you can't control how how dad and son are going to be together. It's their own relationship that's unique and special to them. And it's not your biological child, so you don't have that level. It's just different as a step parent, and that's okay. And they have had a relationship before you were around, And they have, it's just, it's their own thing. And if dad doesn't see that there's a problem, then it's probably never going to change. Regardless, I mean, yes, this is, these are great suggestions of like jumping in and doing all that. But at the end of the day, you do all that and daddy still comes and ties his shoes.
1: But at least then you'll know he is, you know, dad doesn't have a fight in this anymore. Dad can be like, well, he does not know how. He'd be like, yes, he does. I taught him. you've already already won that fight. Like, you can stand proud. I've taught the kid how to tie the shoe. He won't tie his shoe. You're being a pushover, Daddy. Like, okay, well, this is you guys. At least I have done my part.
0: Yeah, and if it does come to that where it's them guys and you've done your part and you're just kind of throwing your hands in the air, then I still think you show up consistent and present. And yeah, you kind of have to just let them have their relationship and you do your thing. Like, Go get
1: your nails done. You know, she says she's been scheduling things. Yeah, on go that get time your anyways. nails done. Go hang out with friends. Feel, yeah, at least then you feel like righteous about it. You'd be like, you know what? I can't. I've tried. I've tried. I've tried. I've done. I've done. I've mm-hmm. done. I'm going to go do a little bit of me while you guys do you.
0: <laughs> do each other. What? No. Oh,
1: gosh, you got here. I'm going to. That just deserves that. I don't.
0: Yeah. I know it's really sad. I wish that parents cuz I don't think it's just limited to dads babying, but I know moms also baby a lot. And I get that there's such a guilt around divorce and you know you want your kids to like being in your home and y- you want to care for them and you whatever guilt that surrounds not being with the bio parent can often translate into babying and over over nurturing to the point where it's like You're making your child completely dependent on you when they're with you. And I would just ask parents that if this is you, you're like, because nobody wants to admit this, right? So you're sitting there like, I don't do that. But in your heart, you know you baby your kid, right? Um, You know it's over the top. But I would ask you, like, what is that teaching them? How is that preparing them for marriage, for... Jobs, for roommates, you know, for all the things that they're going to navigate outside your home, like what service is that providing to them? And when you see like babying them is not actually in their best interest, I don't know. Maybe you can step back and see like that's probably not a great thing to engage in. Right. And maybe if, maybe how you approach your husband instead of attacking, right. Or like pointing out what's wrong. Maybe you get curious and ask him, Hey, like what, what, what is this teaching him? Like, I just want to know so I can get on board. Well, no, like pretend that you want to get on board with this. Like I really want to get on board with how you're parenting. So I just have some questions so that I can understand and like get the conversation started that way. And like, Maybe he has a genius thing that you hadn't thought of, or he may have no answer. And maybe that'll be like, oh, like, how is this helping him to tie his shoes and pour his bowl of cereal? Like, I want to get on board with this because I'm sick of being mad about it. So just tell me how this is helpful to him so that I can get on board with it.
1: And the dad's genius idea. It's not helpful to him. I invested tens of thousand of dollars in Crocs, Velcro Crocs.
0: Oh my gosh. And I hope this was helpful. If not, I'm sorry. Crocs and Kellogg's bring home Crocs. Yeah, let him eat cereal you, you, out of the box in his Crocs. If you guys
1: are listening to us <laughs> thus far, leave a comment below. Are you for Crocs or against Crocs? One of the one my the, daughter one really of the realtors, wants Crocs right the, now. One of the realtors that I follow put that up as like on an Instagram story oh dear like, lord did you, do you like crocs or do you not like crocs and i'm like i'm not a croc guy so i answered honestly i'm
0: buying you crocs for christmas i answered and honestly birthday. and
1: then like the next shot he's like in in crocs. like crocs <laughs> on like some beautiful beach i'm like dang it there goes that one i <laughs> <Wrong laughs> heard from him <laughs> that's why you don't answer questions i've learned, I've don't learned. i don't answer anything. a lot of the questions anymore. <laughs> There is no right or wrong answer to this, you guys. If you are all about crocs, leave like crocodiles, like the little emoji crocodiles in the comments. In the comments, And people are going to be like, what? What? Like, why are there crocodiles all over these comments? Mm. Or if you're not about crocodiles, like, I don't know, leave some other funny emoji. I don't know. Eggplant. Eggplant. <laughs> Eggplant emoji, yeah.
0: Okay, last question. My fiance and I are trying to spend more time with his kids, 13 and a half and 19. Oh, you're in the thick of the teenagers. Don't, do Um, He has them two times a week and every other weekend. When he wants to include me, he, okay, this is their fiance. Okay. They're not boyfriend. They're, they're on their way to Fiancé? marriage. They're French. They're Fiancé? French. Yeah. Okay. When he wants to include me in him and his kid situation, mm-hmm. he asks them if it's okay, then double checks again all the time. Yeah. I feel like they get to make their, the decisions and it should be him. I feel like I'm being controlled by them as far as time spent together. I'm not sure how we can move forward if we don't get more comfortable by spending time together. I do not expect to be with them all the time because I understand they need time just with him without me, but the asking part is really starting to bug me and I'm not sure how to handle this.
1: I feel like we dealt with this for a while feel like we still do here and there you know it's kind of learning what works for you guys right what are your thoughts on that i just
0: i don't, i'm you go you go n- no
1: i really like i don't you feel like we've dealt with that a little bit
0: asking our kids permission to hang
1: out no like where our kids are not our, asking confused. our kids maybe i'm confused maybe i heard it wrong it wasn't paraphrased correctly <laughs> i no, I didn't I, I feel like where we kind of let the kids run the show. We've talked mm. about this before. Oh, yes. You know, where you kind of, the parents are like, oh, I don't have the kids all the time. What do you guys want to do? You know, and you let the kids run the show and then you ask your spouse, is that all right with you? And it's like, well, it's kind of got to be now because the kids already decided what we're doing or what we're eating mm-hmm. or what ride we're going on next. You know, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. It's 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 one of those things that as parents, we need to take the reins and kind of set the set the boundaries and be like look we're the parents you know we'll give you guys some decisions sometimes but for the most part it's up to us like you guys are doing what we're doing we're the adults here like either you're coming or you're going you know
0: Mm -hmm. what i agree
1: okay great (laughs) no i'm what's happening nothing i'm thinking going back to the future (laughs) maybe
0: yeah um this is really really hard i'm gonna i mean (laughs) What?
1: Nothing. Keep going. What? Keep going. Keep going. What? You're on a roll, McFly.
0: <laughs> well, I would assume that you've already discussed this with your fiance. If you haven't, right, step one would be to have a conversation and be honest with how you feel. Because if you can't talk about this before you're married, uh, you know, you're not going to be able to talk about a whole lot of stuff after you're married. Like, this is a tough conversation that should be had right now. I'm assuming you might have already had it. I would be interested if you've had it, what he says. Um, But kids are 19 and 13 and a half. So one's an adult, I mean a teenager, but like of age. And the 13 year half, you know, teenagers are hard and they're moody. So we've already covered that a lot this podcast. So he could just be not wanting to deal with moody teenagers and their attitudes about hanging out when they don't want to. Um, and him not wanting to, I get it. Like not wanting to give up time with his kids that he doesn't have all the time, but doesn't, so wants to spend time with them, but doesn't want to ruin time with you with their moodiness because they don't want to be there. That's a, that's just, it's a hard spot.
1: It's cake and eating it too. Like you got to You got to decide or you got to be firm in what your thoughts are. But it, at the end of the day, it has to be you two being the parents and setting the standards and setting the boundaries yeah. and. And this is what we're doing. Take it or leave it.
0: Yeah. So you can't let the kid, I mean, it the, the boils down to kid, the, the tail should not wag the dog, right? The kids should not be the leaders of your home. And because you are getting married, you and your fiance really need to take the reins and be a team and you start becoming that team now. And if you're not going to do that now, how are the kids going to respect you as a couple later? It is a little bit of a red flag that you're not marching into this marriage unified, even with being able to just all hang out, right? It's like the kids are dictating that. And then it's him and his kids are the team and you're the outlier. And if this isn't something that can be talked about and fixed before you get married, it's, um, I don't know if it's harder, but it's less of a change. I don't It's just something that has to get fixed. So don't walk down the aisle until this is ironed out. But you're right. Like it would be annoying. You know, if I'm if i sure if I let my kids run the show about when we hung out, when we were engaged and like, oh, my kids said no.
1: But we have have this issue where our kids will. and, And it's not even the kids problem. It's our fault where and it still happens to this day. And we talk about it where it's like. What do you guys want to eat for dinner? What do you guys oh, want to do? Like the
0: worst conversation It's ever. the worst
1: conversation, but all of a sudden our kids are dictating what we're eating, and it's like we know like one of three things. Like each kid's going to choose their one of three things. So at the end of the day, like why don't we check in with each other? And we still have this issue like up to this day is yeah. it's one of those things where we just love our kids so much, you know, we want them to be part of the conversation. It's great, but at the, you know – Our kids are dictating what we're doing because we're, I feel personally, I feel a lot of the times it's just because we're being lazy. You know, we're like, I don't feel like deciding what's for dinner. I know you don't want to decide what's for dinner. What do you guys want for dinner? Okay, Panda Express it is. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's 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 literally one of three things. This is things. not a paid ad. Yeah, it's not. It's <laughs> definitely not. But if you no. want to send
0: us free Panda Express. Oh, my gosh. Um, I think, too, that what you... I'm trying to think of how to tell her to lead by example. What I could Lead see, by example. She is... But she can't, like... <laughs> oh. I. <laughs> funny. Oh, my gosh. So, I think, though, that if you know this is going on where... There's a there's a chance you could hang out with him, and he's like, "Wait, I gotta check with my kids." I would just make other plans to do something else. Like, don't no, go. D- why? That's being you're petty. going along with it. No, you're feeding it. You, no, no,
1: no, no, no. But but you just like going like and just going making other plans. Like, no, be like, look.
0: Oh. Wow.
1: Well, d- no. You need to communicate that if 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 you see it being a problem, don't just wither away into your hole and go make other plans. Be like, no, I see that. You are doing this. This is how it makes me feel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't look me that like that. Because that goes
0: over real well when we tell yeah. people how it makes us feel. But
1: you need to. It's communication. <laughs> if if you, if he if you ask him that and tell him you want to do something, he says, "I need to check on, check in with my kids." Be like, "Hey, listen. It's not about. I know you. I know you respect and want to do good and right by your kids. But I'm asking you. Like, let's have this conversation." We'll figure out what the kids want later. You know what I mean? Like, let him know how this is making you feel. Don't just sweep this under the rug because eventually yeah, this is going to pile up. But so I feel like by making other plans, this is going to be that rug piling up. And there is going to be a hundred times where you guys have done this and now it's just a big problem in your relationship.
0: But I, and I'm just trying to figure out for her how she can set boundaries around it as not the bio it. parent.
1: Got to communicate it. I, that's I I can't stress that enough.
0: So what happens? Okay. So yeah. he's like, "Well, I'm not comfortable with that. I need to check with my kids." And she tells him how she find, feels.
1: Find out why. And and maybe this just is just maybe this like, is just a giant red flag, but you got to start there. You got to start with the communication. And if this is going to be such an issue when you guys are finally married, how is it ever going to be in
0: your home? It's going to be the kids rule the roost. Yes.
1: How yeah. is it ever going to For be? Sure. How is it ever going to be that perfect? No, blended she life has logo? to
0: deal with it. I'm just like, oftentimes, parents that deep in it, that far along in parenthood, have a really changes really hard, and they don't see it. And they get defensive, or the fight's not worth it. You know what I mean. So it doesn't. It's not like she's going to tell him this, and he's going to be like, Uh, "Yeah, oh, you're right. I have been doing it wrong my entire parenthood. I'm. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. It will never happen. Like that's not that shit. Don't happen. Of course
1: not. But bring it to light. Be like, look, this is Uh this is true. This is how it's making me feel. Because if this is going to be something that is going to be the next ten years of their life. You know, it sounds like the nineteen-year-old's still there, so the thirteen-year-old will probably well, the go on. Well, adult
0: children are worse.
1: That's what I mean. So it's going to be a thing. Then, but if it's not something yeah. that's going to be worked out, either you're going to have to learn to live with this, or it's just going to pile up under the rug, and you're going to have to learn to live with this until it's the rug's too high and you can't open that door anymore. Yeah. So.
0: So how to handle it is just directly. I think so straight on and not with the kids, but with the parent
1: completely don't do it when the kids are not around. Don't make this, don't let the kids be part of this conversation too.
0: Yeah. And me do it face to face, do it when it's just you two and let him know that you feel like it's a red flag because you guys need to be a team. And I would really start defining what marriage means. What are our priorities in marriage? What does our marriage look like? Is our marriage you and the kids and me out here? Is that what marriage is? Like, define it. Maybe you have different expectations.
1: Different expectations. Anyways, you guys. (laughs) If you guys have any more thoughts, comments, leave them below. Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, everything to find our support group and what we're about is down in the bio. Thanks, you guys. We're The Blended Life. We'll see you next time.
0: Bye.